You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. I'm doing all right, man. You ready to do this? Yes, sir. I'm glad to hear your voice is sounding more normal. Yes. uh, Took a couple days where, you know, you just try and not talk so much Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just rest. Yeah. So there you go. Yes, sir. But it is time for football talk, baby. Let's do it, brother. I can't wait for this. Glad to be back. Finally, football talk, baby. Finally, The Rock. Oh, wait, that's wrestling talk. Never mind. (laughs) I kind of sound like Kofi Kingston there, didn't I? Baby. A little bit. So, anyways, but, so, NASCAR talk is off for the next um, couple weeks because NASCAR is taking a break due to scheduling conflict with the Olympics on NBC. So, that's why NASCAR will be back, though. When they return, I believe it was to Watkins Glen, if I remember correctly. We miss your shaking bank. Yes, but we'll be happy when you come back. we got a few races left before the playoff there, and we're looking forward to the chase for the cup, baby. But first, let's get down to some football talk. Are you ready? You okay? Yeah, it's my favorite sport, so why wouldn't I be? I don't know, you just sound kind of like, you're a footballer! I'm so excited. (laughs) You ready? Okay. Okay, so on Monday, the University of Texas at Austin and Oklahoma University officially announced that they would not be renewing, renewing, <laughs> renewing their media rights with the Big 12, a deal that is set to expire in 2025. As we mentioned last week, both schools were looking to be joining the SEC and forming the very first Super Conference. News today from the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey that both schools have formally put in applications to be added to the SEC. As of now, both schools intend to honor their current media deals with the Big 12, though it is 
If the remaining eight schools of the Big 12 begin looking elsewhere and leave the conference, Texas and Oklahoma will look into leaving for the SEC sooner rather than later. As it stands right now, both schools would have to pay $75 to $80 million to the Big 12 to leave early. The SEC also requires a 75%, 11 out of the 14 current schools, a yes of a yes vote to accept two new schools into the conference. Rumors are that Texas A&M and possibly Missouri would be the only no vote or votes. Cooper, we are about to see unprecedented realignment in college football. Yeah, man, this this is crazy. Um, and I think I think the fans have wanted this for a while, and so have these these schools. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is gonna mean mean some big things happening in the SEC, dude. Mm-hmm. A and M, of course, the former rival of Texas when they were both in the. Uh, Big 8, Big 12, and also when it was the Southwest Conference, uh, A&M ran off to the SEC, trying to get out from the shadow of Texas. Might have that shadow back again, looming over them big time. Right. Um, I can see where this is kind of, it's kind of a win-win to me, because when you're the SEC, you get a um, bigger footprint, you're getting more um, recruiting opportunities in Texas, because not only do you have the one Texas school, now you have the big Texas school. You can get your door uh, foot in the door better with the recruits that way, um, because now you're going to be like, "Hey, you can go to Texas and still be in the SEC, or you can go to A and M and still be in the and, SEC." And think about how that feels for some of them ha- hometown boys. Yep, I mean Texas boys. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of good Texas players out there, right. and and to get the shot to actually play in the SEC. Yep. I mean, and having two teams that you can you can pretty much choose, choose from. from. Well, not only that, then you got to look at, well, I could go to any of these other schools in the SEC and possibly come home at least once or maybe twice in my playing career back home to Texas to either play A&M or Texas, depending on how the scheduling works out. So, Or you can even go up to four times if you end up playing A&M twice in, at A&M. Or Texas and in Texas at A and M, depending on how many years are there. But yeah, so it's not like oh well, I can go home now, too. So I could go there, and then plus, Texas looks at this. We now have a foot inside the SEC landscape, recruiting landscape, and now we can talk to the Florida kids a lot more confidently about bringing you to Texas because now we can still go home to face. The Gators as one. You'll be close to playing Georgia, so it's a not a big trip up for your family to go up to Athens, Georgia, to go see you play if they want to do that. And uh, you know, and same with the Sooners. I'm not trying to leave the Sooners out, but Texas is we're talking about the big time it's recruit all state kind of right here, right? So I mean, so and so you get that. Of course, Bama's not too far away, Tuscaloosa, and all that. So it helps both ways. It, this is about to be really entertaining, and I'm sorry, but the Big 12, you're going the way <laughs> the way of the NCAA organization. We won't see you much longer, bud, yep. if this happens. Yeah, man, Well, basically it is happening. But it is happening, but it's still going to take some time. It is. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens moving forward because, like you said, the, uh, the remaining Power 5 conferences, or now which will be basically the Power 4 conferences, will be headhunting the remaining eight uh, teams in the Big 12. Big Ten's got a couple got eyes for a couple teams. The ACC can try to get West Virginia. And, of course, the Pac-12 will try to gather as many as they can as well. So, 
that's that news from the college football landscape, and I'm that's here just, for it. It's crazy, dude. It is. It's crazy. This has been a whirlwind of news out of college. This whole past three months has just been astonishing, and it's getting more and more fun. All right, so news broke over the weekend that Aaron Rodgers has told those close to him that he will, in fact, play this season for the Green Bay Packers. Rodgers has arrived in Green Bay, and he and the organization are working on a deal for him to play in Green Bay this season. From reports from Adam Schefter of ESPN and Ian Rappaport of, uh, from NFL.com, the deal has some concessions that the team will adhere to, and one of those being Rodgers having control of his future beyond the 2021 season. Cooper, if you're a Packers fan who does actually like Rodgers, because there's some that don't seem to like Rodgers right now, and also, of course, a Packers fan, you at least get one more year with him guaranteed, it sounds like. So is that a sigh of relief, or is it still kind of like, uh, yay, we get one more, but it's basically over after this? Um, it depends on what which side of the, the spectrum you look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those that are, that are fans, they're like, yay, one more year. And not only that, but even those that, that aren't real big fans of Rodgers, think about it like this. You guys just signed a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let him sit behind him for a year. Absolutely. And, and, and learn from him. Yeah. Soak up everything you can from Aaron Rodgers because he's one of them once-in-a-lifetime players. He is. He's definitely once-in-a-lifetime. So you could say what you want about the whole situation about being unhappy that he wants out because you're a diehard Packers fan. You're a cheesehead. But at the same time... Look towards your future. Yeah. Because eventually he's going to be gone anyways. He's he's on the back half of his career. Yeah, he's definitely so. on the back nine of it. And he's even admitted that he's on the back nine of his career. And what I what I think you got to look forward to as a Packers fan, Rodgers gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl this year. No disrespect to Jordan Love, but you're talking about a guy who's a future first ballot Hall of Famer right oh, now. Oh, dude, imagine if he wins the Super Bowl and then he says bye, guys. <laughs> that would be terrible. But at the same time, if you're a Packers fan, you got one more out of him. So can you really be that bad about it? I mean, it would be, it'd be funny as hell. I, I, I mean, my, my hope is if I was a Packers fan, if that was the case, and then he would just go ahead and go, you know what? I'm going out champion. I'll see you later. I'm going to host Jeopardy from here on yeah. out. That would be my hope if they did win the Super Bowl. Not him go, I won the Super Bowl, peace out, now I'm going to go kick your butt in the AM, from the AFC side. Hope you don't see me in the Super Bowl because <laughs> I will destroy you. <laughs> well, I think that if he does win a Super Bowl, it'll be done for him. You if he so? doesn't win the Super Bowl, he'll be he'll be back playing somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, not quite sure where he might go yet. but Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Looks like uh, you know, Denver might be a possibility. Denver is a possibility, but Denver could also be looking towards another quarterback we're about to talk about. So, yeah. We'll see what happens. They are kind of desperate right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, right now, I think you and I both have them pretty much going 0-17, but not quite, but pretty, pretty close. close. Pretty close. I mean, we did just pretty much annihilate the Jets, which we'll talk about here <laughs> All right, next up, the Houston Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson, reported to training camp on time this weekend. Watson, however, still wants to be traded and only arrived to avoid being fined $50,000 a day for not being at training camp as a holdout. 
The organization has stated that it has fielded calls on Watson but says it has not received a serious offer for the quarterback. Reports are the team is seeking at least th- three first-round picks in starting caliber player or players. Some reports have stated that it is a fi- it's five high-round picks in starting caliber player or players. Possibly three first-rounders and two second-rounders. Uh, though the team may not have quote-unquote serious offers due to the pending legal issues of a quarterback who have, who has a 22-woman civil lawsuit on him and recently reported 10 police reports out on him, eight of which stem from the civil suit. Cooper, this situation um, is a little sticky, of course, because Watson um, is not expected even in court until, I believe they said February or January or February. I can't remember the exact article. Um, date time timeline for him um, the NBA, um, NBA NFL is still investigating him the Houston police obviously as we know are investigating him so we're not sure what's going on exactly if you're Houston you're probably not going to get what you want right now until his legal issues are resolved mm, probably not and actually I think this is the first time you and I have actually spoke on this mm-hmm. Because this has been a sticky subject, and uh, I I know I didn't want to talk about this because... Yeah, we try to avoid it as best we can, but unfortunately it is that point of time where it's going to be talked about. I I do think, though, that you are right. Until his legal situation is taken care of, there is no way that any team is going to move on him unless they're actually really that desperate. Mm Mm-hmm. There are a couple teams out there that are desperate, but yeah. it's like, are you willing to risk, you know, a first round pick for this guy, knowing that he might have done some things, you know? I mean, not saying that he did, because he there's a chance that he didn't. Yeah, we're not viewing guilt or non guilt either way. I'm just saying that if he's in trouble, you screwed up. Yeah. And you're taking a big, big risk. Still a huge reward if it works out for you. But I just don't see if you're a team how you're going to be willing to give up, not let alone the second rounders, but three first rounders on a guy who you may not have beyond this season. But the thing is, too, like what is going on with this? To me, this is really strange. It has been strange. The timing of everything's been really strange. He was wanting out of Houston, right? Of course, then it makes you wonder: is he wanting out? Was he wanting out of Houston before all this became known because of what was coming? Then there's a way to look at that. Or too. it could be, you know, he wanted out of Houston. And it was Houston's way of we're going to ruin your career because you're leaving. Could be. We just don't know. But, but unfortunately, yeah. um, until the legal. I mean, matters, you can't really point fingers, but. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like anything. There's always there's always two sides to every story, and there's always this mm-hmm. like, what if you know? Yeah, there's always gonna be because it's just weird, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never heard anything horrible coming out of him or anything he does. So to me, it's just like, what is going on here? So absolutely, it really is kind of weird. It's a weird situation, um, but then again, I mean, look at look at Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, poster boy right there. You never think he would do anything like that, but he was 
Toe gangster freaking killing people. Back in college. Yeah. At the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. With Team Tebow as his quarterback. Yeah. The one quarterback that could probably save your life and make you Christian. All that, bring you closer to God, and he... Right. So, uh, yeah. So this whole situation is going to be interesting. I don't think Houston's going to get anywhere close to what they're going to get for him. Yeah. I think we're probably at that point where the NFL might be better suited to go ahead right now or within the few soon is to put him on the uh, inactive list. Whatever that I can't remember the exact name of that list where he's not allowed to play. He can still be paid, but he's not allowed to play until the legal um, ramifications are figured out. Because this situation, I don't just don't see because Houston's like I said, Houston's not going to get what they're asking because no team, even how desperate they are, is not going to be willing to pay that. Not knowing if they're going to get him beyond this year. Yeah. Now, they might be willing to give up a first-round pick, maybe even a second-rounder down the line, because then at least you can figure out a way to recoup that that's in some other way. But you are not getting three for, possibly three firsts, a starting-caliber player, and also possibly two second-rounders on top of that. That's just not oh, happening man. with this situation. I could see, yes, if this wasn't a deal, if we weren't dealing with the legal ramifications there that's going no on. There legal ramifications. He he would be worth every you, bit of you that. Would, you are, would be foolish not to ask for that because he's a great quarterback. But no team, like we said, is going to touch that into that high of a mark because they don't know what's going to happen after this season. All right, before we get to our division predictions, we did get a little breaking news from Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport. Miami Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard has requested a trade after him and his agent have talked to the team about contract reno, reno, uh, renegotiations. There we go. Say it right. Uh, about basically getting him more guaranteed money, help them with the cap. He said it was supposed to be a win-win situation, helping with the cap hit, giving him more guaranteed money. Basically more upfront money is what basically what it was all boiling down to. Um, the team has rebuffed every um, option that him and his agent have offered. Therefore, he feels disrespected by the organization is now requesting a trade. He does not plan on holding out, though, because he doesn't want to be fined, fifty again, up to $50,000 a day for not being there. So he says he's going to show up every day, be cordial, professional, but still wants to be traded out of Miami. Hey, man, uh, sometimes that's how it goes, and... You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to really say about this because I don't know his position as far as what's going on between him and and the coaches or the the front office. Mm -hmm. We we really don't know what's going on here. But, I mean, the fact that he wanted out and he he wanted a pay raise and Mm -hmm. tried to work some things out and Dolphins didn't want nothing to do with it, you know. I don't blame him for wanting out. Right. I don't I don't blame him either. Um we've already seen where a contract dispute led to Micah um Minka Fitzpatrick being moved. Um then that and of course that team could possibly want to try to grab Xavier Howard and your Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean That it, would be a very good pickup for us, man. I it mean, would. I just don't know. With, be with Joe hard. Hayden being on his, you know, on his last right, you know. couple seasons, I mean, we need somebody to, to, 
to replace him, and I think he'd be a good replacement. The only thing I have a worry about, though, is your team is going to need that first-round pick this year because you might be looking at a quarterback in the draft. And then there's that. Because yeah. Ben's supposed to be done after this year. Mm-hmm. So that that's the only worry I have for um, your organization in that aspect. So there's your breaking news information. Now let's move on to divisional predictions. Oh, this was fun. This was yes, so much fun putting this together. Yes, sir. So on the eight, we're doing the AFC and NFC East today. Next week we'll be doing the AFC and NFC North. The week after the South divisions for the AFC and NFC, and then finally we'll wrap it up with the AFC and NFC West divisions. So here we go. Cooper decided on the Patriots will be the division winner and the AFC East at a 14 and three record. He has the Bills finishing in second with 11 and 16 record. The Dolphins will be six and 11, and the Jets. <laughs> I thought he was gonna give him an zero and seventeen finish, but he gave him two games. I get, I gave him two, but <laughs> two. one of them was like a mercy game. I was like, ah, they might be able to win this. I think it was against Denver. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they might be able to win against them. So here you go. So here you go. So <laughs> Cooper has them finishing two and fifteen. I had the Bills actually winning the division at thirteen and four. Dolphins going ten and seven. Because I think their defense is what's going to basically carry them. Uh, uh, Cooper, of course, went with the Dolphins going 6-11 and because he doesn't really trust Tua right now based off what we've seen. I don't either, but I think the defense is actually going to be enough for them um, to help put them over the top. But, you know, like, you could be right. I mean, the, the limitation of Tua could be too much for the defense to overcome. Especially now that we got this breaking news about Xavier Howard possibly being on his way out of Miami, it could be. You might yeah. be closer to being right than me now because of that situation. Um, I had the Patriots going 10-7. and seven. I only said this because I'm relying on Cam Newton to be the quarterback, for one. And two, um, I've seen Cam play the last few years, and he's not really super Cam anymore. Okay, you're, you're going with Cam. I'm going with Mac Jones. I still don't see how you're going 14-3 and three with Mac Jones as a rookie quarterback. Because of the fact that he's already set up. You and I both said that if he went to the Patriots, it'd be Tom Brady 2.0. That's how they would run it, yeah. It basically would be. I mean, don't get me wrong. They did a good job in the offseason getting good offensive weapons. It's not saying that I'm I'm happy and about tight it. tight end, no. I'm, I'm not happy about it. I don't want to see the Patriots... Winning, I don't even like the fact they got a good quarterback in the draft. I think that was, it was set up that way for him to fall to them somehow. Yeah, and then uh, that's just me. Um, I do have the Patriots. I know the Patriots defense gets a lot of their guys back. Um, it's minus Patrick Chung who retired. My only thing is, is they were out for a whole year. I think it might take them a couple of weeks to get into a groove, and that will help. That will help them. Kind of lose some games, um, and then I have the jet. I gave the Jets one more win than you, but yeah, you and I kind of looked at it and went, maybe I should have stuck to two. <laughs> I should have brought the schedules in here so I could have seen who we gave them, to, who I gave them to. But did you that, seriously? We'll wait till we get there. But uh, you seriously put W. Oh, Washington football. I thought it said. <laughs> <laughs> what's <laughs> here? Never mind. <laughs> there ain't even 
anyway, so yeah, so since you just went ahead and spoiled that one for us, let's talk about the NFC East. Let's do it. All right, Cooper had the Cowboys winning the division. We both had the Cowboys winning the division, but I gave him a couple more games than you. You had him going 10-7. and seven. You have the Eagles surprisingly going 9-8, and eight, which... Yikes. All right, and then the Giants and the Washington I, I football team. I have faith in... Hurts. Uh, Hurts. I have no faith in that new coach, but... Or the quarterback. And then you have the Giants and Washington football team. (laughs) WFT, not WTF. (laughs) Going 3 and 14. Can we just call them WTF? It would would have been sense. It would make better sense, right? Should have been Washington the football team. And then we could have just dropped that last T. That way we could call them WTF. That would have been great. Um, On my side, of course, like I said, I had the Cowboys winning the division at 12 and 5. Um... That's really going to depend on Dak's health. Um, their defense still isn't up to par, but they're, they got a, quite a few teams where their defense also isn't up to par, and their offense is not as potent as the Cowboys' offense if Dak's healthy. Yeah. That's why I have him winning that if many If Dak's games. healthy, they're going to win some, some ball games. Yes. If Dak's not healthy, they're, they're, their season is in the gutter. Yeah. It's kind of like the Niners. Mm-hmm. So, which of course we'll talk about in a few weeks. Yeah, um, I do have Washington going ten and seven. I you didn't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick pretty much at all. I no. still believe Ryan Fitzpatrick still has a little Fitz magic in him, so he's gonna help win them a couple games. But he also is going to be detrimental enough, which is why he, they lose seven, and his defense can't cover that. Um, but they do have a pretty strong defense. I believe in Ron Rivera. But, yeah, Fitzpatrick is going to be why they're not winning the division. I can't believe, I still can't believe they didn't pick up uh, Trask. There's a lot of teams that we can't believe didn't pick up Trask and he ended up going to Tampa. I'm just like, what the... F- <sighs> but, hey, at least when Tom Brady ever dies or whatever he does to leave the NFL, Trask has got a good team around him. Yeah, there you go, right? Tom Brady ever freaking dies, we can actually move on from him. Because that's the only <laughs> way I think he's going to freaking not be in the NFL anymore is when he's dead. When he's dead or he breaks a damn leg and can't walk no more. Paralyzing or something. Anyways, I have the Giants going 5-12. and 12. Daniel Jones is going to be under so much pressure in New York that I don't see him handling it. Because the New York media... Is going to crush the poor what's kid. What's up with Saquon, dude? He, he's we like never know where to be found anymore. Yeah, he. I mean, he's supposed to be healthy. We're not entirely sure he's going to be. And uh, we we were told he was going to be like better than freaking uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. At least Ezekiel's been healthy, sort yeah. of. For the most part, he's been healthy. And then I have the Eagles going fourteen and three, like I or four and thirteen. I mean, and that's because. I just don't believe in her. The only thing I have to say about Ezekiel... I really don't believe in their coaching staff. We need to talk about Ezekiel for a second. Okay. Bro, Hmm. stop wearing your cut-off shirts. (laughs) Like, dude, the Buddha belly's starting to hang out, man. You don't don't got the the eight-pack no more, bro. (laughs) Damn, bro, call him out like that, huh? I mean, really. uh, It's like, dude, it's nasty. Put that shit away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're not as ripped as you were five years ago, bro. Come on, man. No one wants to see you being the, the uh, darker version of Big Man. 
I, that's why I don't wear cut top. See, this is not pretty at all. With cut top. <laughs> <laughs> Can't crop top these. This bad boy. Crop top it, man. Can't crop top this bad boy right here. <clears throat> the Kager. <laughs> it was either Big Man or the Kager. I went with Big Man because it's you know, less alcoholic. <laughs> big Man. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, so yeah. Well, big um, smoke, Big Man. Big homie. Big I've homie. heard it all. Yeah. But anyway, big so. Dog. Yes, sir. And the, yeah, I've been the big dog too on radio. Even so, yes, nice big dog on the radio. Yep, I've been big dog on the radio. Nice, it was country, so it's okay. Uh, it's okay, man. You were on a, on a station that's still cool as hell. Yeah, but it's country. <laughs> uh, Judy Austin, yeah, Judy Austin, yes, out in southern Oregon. Anyway, so that was fun. Yes, sir. football talk. I told Football you we could make it time, last baby. That's right. It's glad to be Finally back. Finally, it's back, brother. <sighs> I'm not saying that Deadpool line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, keep that to yourself, bro. It's a good thing he wore the brown pants today. Ah, <laughs> laugh. Yes. Oh, man. All right, so that was... Um, that does it for our episode today. Of course, be sure to tune in later this week. We should be back with Worldwide Sports Talk. We got the Olympics to catch up on. Simone Biles, the goat, pulled out, and we ended up taking silver in gymnastics. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Team, team USA lost in softball in the gold medal game to Japan. Oy. And we got to talk about the British Open. Or the Open Championship, as they so elegantly put it, because they invented the damn sport. So, therefore, it is just the Open Championship, not the British Open. Well, that's British Open. British Open. (laughs) (laughs) If it's an Open, it's only U.S. or nothing, baby. That's all we care about. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? We don't know. All right, and of course, (laughs) we'll be back with Saturday Wrestling Talk. We got rumors to talk about because they sound like those rumors are now official and we can't wait to talk about it with AEW. Oh, yes. It's going to be awesome. Oh, my God. We so got, I'm just glad my voice is back. We got WWE 2.0 being built down here in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, sir. It's and I am so happy. <laughs> Cooper's over here. I'm so happy. So happy. Oh, man. And then, of course, we got more baseball talk coming at you. And we'll be talking the NBA draft on yeah, Sunday. We need, to, we need to actually get together and start talking about maybe making some things happen where we can go to some of these games, brother. Yes. Got to make it to a Gators game. Got to make it to maybe a Jacksonville game. Something this well, I year, can, man. I can tell you for one thing for sure, as soon as Texas is in the conference, I'm going to a Gator Texas game. Because that's going to be legit fun. Right. Especially since I probably still can't afford tickets to the world's biggest out, outdoor cocktail party. Then Damn there's it. that. Damn it. Freaking, freaking Georgian Gator game has right. to be so freaking expensive on their tickets because they're playing in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. Anyways, and then of course Tuesday we'll be back with more football talk as we talk the NFC and AFC North Division. 
any breaking news that we have going on that day. And of course, um, well, that's about it because NASCAR will still be off. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll throw, maybe we'll find something to throw in there with it or something. Yeah, we could probably do that. Uh, maybe the Kraken will do something. We can talk some more. Oh, Kraken! We can talk some more puck. Actually, we got a little bit of hockey news we can talk about that's already happened. We'll be a little late on it, but I knew this was going to be a long episode because of the um, Big Twelve um, decimation by Texas and Oklahoma. We had the Aaron Rodgers, we had Deshaun Watson. The predictions, and then of course, adding the um, Xavier Howard thing. As you can already tell, we kind of ran a little longer than I even expected, so that made it all worth it. So. It did, because man, I was thinking this is gonna be a short podcast today, guys, but it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> so that will do it for us here at Sports Talk, and as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Or you can email us at sports talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sports talk. W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.